Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308 8867. That's 308 8867. Or toll free at 866 308 8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon and welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer, on a very lovely day here at Millburgers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it feels a little cooler. Let's see. Uh, it is. Yeah. it's About a, 71? Yeah, it uh, feels a little... Look, no, sir. Are you no, familiar with what's here? No, no, we're, we're with the radio show. Yeah, but the woman in the straw hat right over there, the, uh, the orange shirt, she can tell you whatever you need to know. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. Sorry about that. That's what the advantage and the disadvantages of being on the porch are. I started You're, I started to ask him what he paying cash. I know you. That's why I was trying to help him. No, <laughs> in a hurry. Huh? Yeah. Now, that I've got a bone to pick with you. Uh-oh. Oh. I always try to get into a, a happier mood, you know, driving over here uh-huh. and listening to music and stuff. Yeah. But I tuned in to your radio show. Yeah. Was where it? you were interviewing the, the lady from the Kidney Yeah, Foundation. Texas Kidney Foundation, yeah. And uh, and I was doing pretty good. Uh-oh, what did I do wrong? Until she started listing oh. the, the, the problems you might, <laughs> if you have a certain problem, that you're more likely to get the... Yeah. Uh, Actually, you're not more likely to get it. Uh, you're... <laughs> You have uh, your 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 recovery is. Uh, you might die. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I don't want to say. <laughs> but did it sound like a grocery list of yeah. Uh, of uh, yeah and of my ailments? I'm sorry. <laughs> she started with number one diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> number two was uh, high blood pressure. High blood pressure. <laughs> I just read right down my list. <laughs> if I'd right. have got my list of medicines out, there I am. She should have just said, call Dr. Jerry Parsons. <laughs> He's got it. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm telling you, you, de- you depress me. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do a better one next week. Well, <laughs> okay. But it was interesting on the stuff that they're doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, we're talking about uh, that shows on from eleven to eleven thirty, right? And uh, that's why when I'm driving over here, and uh, what's it called? Uh, in the loop. In the loop. Yeah. With Milton Glick. Yeah. It's so a, if you don't get enough Milton on this. I know. If you go, you man, I wish I could just hear him about you know in the morning, not yeah. in the afternoon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can listen to it, and there's even podcasts, so yeah, you can find it online. Well, good. But uh, yeah, it's a pretty day here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, and of course, uh, there's some clouds in the sky, but it's bright and sunny here, and I, I think the humidity. Y'all said there was a cold snap coming, I yeah. think, and it did that. Was that the cold front? Did we get it yesterday? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not one. Uh, we may have another one. Oh, okay. When is that? Should I get the weather out? Tuesday. Okay. Oh, we haven't done something yet. Uh-oh. Happy Mother's Day to everybody out oh, there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, all, all the people here on, on this program 
loved and adored their mother. Yep. So uh, we're wishing all the other mother, uh, the uh, mothers that are still with us, uh, happy mothers. And here, if you're if you're a mom, tell <laughs> Al so he can tell us, and the answer we give you will be accurate. Right. Right. All right. <laughs> and uh, if your if your children didn't get you or are or, or not honoring you on Mother's Day. Right. And they're local. Go into your closet and find the, the kid's baseball bat and go explain to them why they should uh, be honoring you on Mother's Day. Man. Beat the hell out of them. Your mom was tough. Oh, yeah. I honored her every Mother's Day, so that, I, see, that, I never had to get that. Lesson learned, huh? <laughs> oh, it's 74 degrees, man. Yeah, yeah. That feels great. And uh, everybody got on mask. I As I was sitting in the truck waiting waiting uh, <laughs> to come up. Too depressed to get out, huh? Uh, yeah, too depressed you needed, to get you out. You needed to have the um, real-life radio on <laughs> I, to, to, I, to I boost your spirits. I had that on. I know. And he listened. And uh, they, well, I was noticing the plants that people were coming back uh, to their cars with mm-hmm. in their little wagons. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's two two plants that they bought by, even if it's not on sale. Okay. I'm going to guess one. Okay, what? Blue Plumbago. There you go. And uh, you see, if you see the the ones we have out here they've kind of thinned out since yesterday. yeah and, and, and uh, trace bought a lot of them oh yeah uh, I mean, he didn't yeah. mess around <laughs> and uh and citrus oh good That's two things that they buy even if it's not on sale yeah oh hey uh if he's listening drip steve is going to be um our tester for the eureka frost he bought one oh, i saw good. i saw him leave and he didn't stay uh, but uh, he was uh, he and Trace was talking to him about it, and so he's going to be our tester for Eureka Frost. So okay. Drip, how's, how's it doing now? Is it okay? Did you get it home all right? <laughs> Call us and tell us. We uh, need we need to name it so that uh, you know we kind of we'll we'll let the kind of t- we'll take it personally. But yeah, he was all excited about it. So yeah, good for him. Well, uh, that what Milton is talking about is a new citrus. That uh, they say is a cross between an orange right. and a lemon. No, it's a lemon and a tangerine. Now, Mr. Moyes was a lemon and a tangerine. No, this is. I'll go find the description again. I okay. think. It, I think it was. That's what gave uh, Trace the confidence that it was going to be more uh, weather resistant. Okay. I'm gonna go look. But yeah, keep talking. Okay. Is and. It, uh, so uh, uh, it's got to be tested uh, for, uh, but they're claiming it'll it'll take down to 20 degrees for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Sure, I believe that. <laughs> but uh, that sounds so so much like the one Mr. Moore came up with. Wow! That he never would uh, endorse. Oh, why? Well, I don't know. He he didn't think it tasted enough like a lemon. Yeah, I I found it too. It was uh, did you have one? Yeah. Uh, 
I think you gave it. I don't know if you gave it to me or if I bought it uh, at one of the I think at, at one time they had it. Yeah. Uh, Trace and them had it here. And it was it was a little leaned towards a little lime taste to me rather than, you know, if you're used to Meyer lemon, it certainly right. didn't so, didn't taste like a Meyer lemon. It was milder than a... Uh, it it was a little... To me, it it was a... a bitter is not the good word. It's not a... Tart? Tart. Um, well, it wasn't... It wasn't Dry? Tart, tart like a lime would have been... Better. Well, I guess a little bitter to me. Okay. Okay. We try it, John. Here's a description of it. Judy quick. and Judy cooked with it and worked fine. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but when we when we used it for um, mixed drinks and things like that, it, it wasn't the same satisfaction. Okay. So this is from BobWellsNursery.com. Uh, a cross between cold, hardy tangerine and lemon with fragrant blooms produces edible, round yellow fruit with pale yellow flesh. Uh, has a tart lemon flavor, Calvin, so it was, that's how it's supposed to taste. Creamy white flowers bloom in spring against the green foliage. Grows six to nine feet tall. Who did the cross, I wonder? Who did the what? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't say that. Um, I don't know how we find out. I don't know. I'm sure Bob would get, Bob Wells' yeah. people would tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But see, that's, that, like I said, uh, when Mr. Moore made those crosses. Yeah. And worked with them for 15 years. Oh, wow. Uh, between the, the crossing and the growing of the of the uh, new cellar seedling out and everything, he was the first one that we could find in the literature that ever made that cross. Huh. Jerry did a, Jerry so did a lot of tests. That's suspicious. T- uh, taste tests. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I, I know that was part of the, uh, the effort. Hey, guys, don't ever go into the Uh-oh. the pesticide area just before the just show. Before showtime? Oh, did you get inundated with oh, questions? Oh, man. Yeah. Cause did it, you well, find what you were looking for? I did, yeah. And, okay. But they, they had a, she, she, I think, is going to look for remedy because she's got a, she's got a, a whole, a whole acre. No! Wow! Oh no! I su- I su- this I su- is a cat's claw. Yeah. Yeah. I suggested she uh, t- try the the uh, that uh, product. It's got uh, triclopper, that same active ingredient. It's just a little more dilute than the remedy is. Uh, but she, 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 I could see she had the vision of how she was going to manage it. And yeah. So that was good. And then oh. let's see uh, what else. <laughs> Rain. Oh. Somebody with your what? What is the uh, scale-like insect that give you so much trouble in the greenhouse? Uh, uh, mealybugs. Mealybugs. Yeah, and he. Somebody told him to use neem oil, and then uh, uh, rinse it off the next morning. And, what? Yeah, I said. I said first of all, we haven't had much luck with the neem oil. Oh, yeah. And then I then I thought I thought well you could try the horticultural oil with. Some acephate. He's he even had some acephate at home. I said, "Well, or just do a little experiment and see if that works." But yeah, it's t- tough. I said, uh, "Sometimes the for the researchers, just a matter of cleaning That's, it all." Absolutely, off. we we had to remove branches. They build up on certain branches and then they spread to the rest of the tree. 
And when we found one of those buildups, well, we would cut the whole branch off. This hmm. was on Plumeria. Can you imagine that? <laughs> and uh, on on what? Plumeria. Oh, okay. So I, 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 he showed me a picture of it, and I kind of imagined that it might be relatively easy to do a little yeah. scraping on that. And uh, and also the important thing we learned from a, a grower, a commercial grower, that uh, is, is when those mealybugs get on there, remove the branches that you can and spray the rest. And then change the container that it's growing That's in. That's right. Because those mealybugs are a little devil. We couldn't figure out. Under what, the rim and on, even, yeah. uh, even under uh, At uh, the bottom, bottom of the pot. And we couldn't figure out why they were coming back so fast. Because we would remove everything. And then this uh, commercial grower uh, told us they're on the pot. They're on the uh, bottom of the pot. So we removed everything from the pot. No, we repotted them. Just pulled, it, pulled them out and put them in a bigger pot. And put the pot upside down that was contaminated, put the pot upside down in the sun. And uh, that got rid of them. Yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. Richard is on the line. He's got another bug question for us. 210-308-8867. Richard, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Not too bad. I sent you a picture of that uh, sunflower yesterday from the rodeo. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Four foot tall. That's great. How <laughs> tall? It's huge. That's At about four feet? feet already. Did you put it in another container? Nope, it's still in that earth box. I'm gonna see I know you it was going to get bigger. That thing could get uh, ten feet tall. It looks pretty, though, Richard. Yeah, it was attracting butterflies. Question, um... We got some property out at Lake Hills near Medina, and some relatives were out there a couple of weeks ago. And based on the signs and symptoms the next day, I can only assume that there's chiggers out there. Other than, like, DEET insect spray, is there anything we can treat the actual property with? Hmm. And uh, and it's what, not stickers? Chiggers. Chiggers. Oh, chiggers. chiggers. <laughs> yeah, you got bite, bites and swelling around the ankles. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Neil Sperry had an article in uh, this week's uh, newsletter about chiggers. I didn't. I didn't bring it in <laughs> because uh, we uh, we don't get a lot of chigger questions. Yeah, but a lot of. In the... but, but what he recommended was uh, DEET, uh, a product with DEET, D E E T, which is which is uh, what you treat you treat yourself with. And how you hold, you know, how you wear your, sh- your shoes. And right. your, I don't. I don't know if. Uh, I'm sure there must be a, a way to treat a property. Uh, you, you know, who you could. Our our friend. Uh, I I don't think they'd mind at all. Uh, no, Spider Man. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Just call, just call the uh, Spider Man. They're one of our sponsors for. And yeah, have, and have been for a lot of years. And they they're always inclined to give out uh, information that'll help people. And if he can't either either give you something or help you himself, he'll he'll get your recommendation for that part of the world. Would well, you I, would I, you like his number? Spider Man Pest Control. Yeah. I can look it up on Google. Yeah, just it's GoSpiderManPest.com and he'll show you. But I bet you he'll help you. And they they do. They're they're super helpful, Richard. All right, thank All you, right, folks. Th- okay, man. Take care. Good luck, Richard. 
All right, 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Now Warren's going to call us. He's going to tell us about how to get rid of those sugars, I bet. <laughs> I, I had another uh, person over here with it was a classic. Uh, there's a disagreement between. Did you see that, Milton? Uh, Calvin. <laughs> I, I commend you for your patience. Uh, I, I, you, I, I was telling Jerry that, no, I won't even say it. I'll tell you later. But uh, you were very patient in trying to handle that. But go ahead. Well, we, the, the um, husband and the wife had a difference of opinion. Oh, no. I hope uh, you agreed with the wife on I, Mother's Day. Actually, you know, I didn't didn't know that that, that was... My opinion matched hers, but oh. but pretty soon I figured that out when she started going. Uh, <laughs> the, shaking her head. Huh? The, the the key there was that the the damage on the foliage was one of those classic uh, physiological things, mm-hmm. and it was either it was either too too dry or too wet. Marginal burn on yeah. the leaf. Yeah, and he did he did um um. Soaker hose ten minutes every day. No. So and then he, he and it turns out I didn't know this at the first, but it turns out he had replaced, dug a big soil hole, a hole and put in uh, some uh, old Gardenville soil. Oh yeah. So there, there you don't you don't know it. You suspect that it, that's overly drained and dried out. Right. Right. But the other, on the other hand, I asked what kind of soil his area was, and he said it was heavy clay. Yeah. So you technically you could could have had it be a soggy thing. I, I suggested that he do a little digging in there, and they would tell him right away. So why didn't you tell him that right off the bat, McCalvin? Instead uh, of leading him on and letting him ask more questions. <laughs> Calvin has got that speechless look. Yeah, like, but, but of course I know uh, the rest of the story. If the mask were off, he would uh, you would get his full. But uh, but uh think, oh, but anyway, but yeah, that's an interesting. And uh, the main point there, I think, was that things don't remain the same, and then yeah. one of the, you know, it changes from year to year, and then then of course I. I, d- I didn't get all the information that changing of the soil makes it uh, pretty light, you know, kind of reinforces the idea that that is a physiological. Well, it's either too dry or, or too soggy. Uh, and so that that's the way we uh, proceeded. But right. it was quite Good. interesting. we got to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867. Happy Mother's Day. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank to you, Milton. Yeah, you bet, Calvin. No. All right. Uh, and, Adam. Uh, what? Oh, I was just saying hello to Adam. Oh, okay. Back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I'm going to tell you about some of the items that are on sale this week at Millburgers, and I'm going to start with two of my favorites that are on sale this week. Texas Lilac Vitex. It attracts butterflies. It's a Texas superstar, and it does 
all kinds of beauty to your yard and it's deer resistant it's on sale regularly 24.99 in the five gallon container now just 18.88 another one of my favorites is mexican heather or kufia it's tiny lavender flowers that resemble heather covers the plants with blooms all summer in the fall and it's a perennial in most south texas areas and by the way bees love it and so do our guests at mill burgers it's on sale in the one gallon container at just three 88. It won't last long. This is a great item for sale. Herbs are on sale this week. Split leaf philodendron on sale. Star jasmine on sale. And much, much more. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. Calvin answering another question off the uh, off the air, 210-308-8867 to get your question in, and we'll see if we can't help you. Um, let's see. Uh, we can talk about some of the sale items. There's lots of great things. Cal- uh, Jerry was talking about two that weren't on sale, uh, but there's some great items on sale, too. If you're uh, the Mexican Heather. Is real popular, and I like watching all the bees on it. Yeah. And now we have another bee threat. Oh. The murder hornet. I I heard something about. Yeah, that. it's uh I don't know what the the real murder hornet story is, <laughs> but uh, apparently it's it's one of its adversaries, and one of the things it kills is bees. Oh. Isn't that great? No. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, those hornets hurt when they sting. That's what people have said. Yeah, that the sting is, is 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 murder. And they can they can uh, they can do multiple stings. Oh, really? Because unlike a honeybee, a honeybee only had one sting, and then they leave their stinger. And, and then they yeah, their entrails don't doesn't get pulled yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these right. these hornets are multiple. We'll have to get some. Maybe we'll see if we can get Molly on the show and she can tell us what lightning bugs eat and about the murder hornets. I think I think I think I see somebody with symptoms of uh, coronavirus. No, you do not. He's making fun yeah. of somebody because they've dyed their hair and I'm, I, I, green and yellow. Uh-huh. That's the fashion. Green in the middle and I yellow know. in the Stop that, it. I believe that's a coronavirus. No, it is not. I haven't Stop seen it. I didn't see that before. You, you're not a professional medical <laughs> diagnosis. Otherwise, you... Anyway, 210-308-88. It, it, wow. it affects men, too. Yes. Because I saw a guy in here with blue chair. Yeah, with blue hair. It's the fashion. You're oh. you're not caught up. Soon Jeremy's going to do it. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Hey, uh, Al back at the station says, man, it hurts. I have been stung by a hornet, and it left a hole in my arm Yeah. This, this, at the sting, sting yeah. site. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, some, some people really react. Oh, yeah. To uh, everybody, that's that's one of the, you know, we, we talk about uh, trying not to 
uh, hurt wasps or hornets. <laughs> uh, but if a person has uh, allergic reaction is inclined to, then you got to be a little more yeah. careful because uh, you you're always if you if you get there around you're accidentally running into them. Yeah, my grandson got stuck when he was a little, little smaller boy. He's fifteen now. Fifteen, uh, he, he is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Uh, I can remember when he was zero. Kevin. Yeah, I can I remember when he was here visiting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Three years old. Yeah. Uh, I think your mother took him through the, through the uh, when we were out at the at, uh, rodeo, took him through the pe- uh, petting, oh, petting zoo. Cool. But anyway, uh, he got stung by, because they've got a lot of cross ties around there. And hornets are usually in the ground. Yeah. And uh, and he got stung several times by a hornet, and to this day he's scared to death of insects. Uh. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, they hurt. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Calvin, you had a question off to the side. Do you want to tell us what that was going on, or no? It's okay. Uh, yeah, remind <laughs> me what. Uh, let's see. What were we? Oh, I know. He he was. Uh, he does not use manufactured fertilizer, and he wanted to know if I had a, a opinion of. He listed three different uh, organic fertilizers, and wanted to know what what one I thought was best. And I I like the one that uh, had the highest nitrogen. Yeah. And in terms of you know, that's one, always one of the questions is uh, you're paying a lot for nitrogen when you uh, rely on organic fertilizers. So if you can can reduce that cost a little bit, that that, that helps. But he you know he was he's a good gardener and he uh, know that he knew that he's paying pretty much for oh, okay. fertilizer. But <laughs> yeah, our our. Uh natural fertilizer here at Millburgers is on sale now. And it has in it, Milton, mycorrhizal fungi. Mycorrhizal fungi. What is, how much nitrogen is in that fertilizer? Uh, I think it was 612. a... 6-1-2. Yeah. It's a 6-1-2, completely organic for exceptional results on lawns, trees, shrubs, and vegetables. Yeah. So 6-1-2, as compared to Nineteen five nine. Yeah, well, and some of the fertilizers that he mentioned were down there in the two to four. Per, oh you know, yeah, New Organite and uh, oh, our friends from out there in uh, out west. Uh, yeah, no uh, Medina. Yeah, I remember when Malcolm I, uh, Malcolm came up with uh, that fertilizer. Uh, just just with analysis of nine one one. And uh, you want to get on the radio? When I told when I <clears throat> when I told him that uh, that, uh, that uh, we needed more nitrogen in the fertilizer, and Malcolm was still formulating for Gardenville, uh, he came up with a nine one one. And uh, I told I told him at that time I didn't think about it till I got home. And uh, he had created a 911, which is an emergency phone call. Right. Fertilizer, which was genius. And so I, I called him and told him. I said, Malcolm, 
you got you got a wonderful product there with 911. It's like like the telephone, like an emergency. Use 911. And he says, <laughs> he thought about. It, he said, I can change that if you no, need. No, no. <laughs> is that the is that the one he had the trouble with that that was too potent in the uh, storage areas? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. probably was. Because he yeah he was trying to get that nitrogen level. Yeah, up, yeah. Up. Yeah, to suit me. And Milton, did you make it home with your day, Lily, yesterday? I did. Nobody ate it. Well, I didn't eat it. Well, it's in you, it's in the front yard, looking pretty. Do you know why they call it day, Lily, Milton? Because it blooms in the day. Yeah, well, that and it the the bloom only lasts Last. one day. Oh. So y'all were buying it to give to someone. Oh yeah. Well, we we and you avoid it because of that bloom, which is not going to be on there. Today. Oh man. The good news is that some the, of the selections have put out almost have a bloom every day. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then there's others that are really attractive flowers, but they don't have as many blooms. Yeah. Well, the one Milton had had uh, lots of buds on. It. Yeah, it had lots of the buds on. It, so that's why. But that, it'll. It'll bloom again. There was a woman that was picking on me. She saw me kind of looking over each one of them and doing what I kind of make fun of other people for doing, kind of looking <laughs> for the perfect one. And I pulled it out, and, of course, she's a customer. She goes, oh, that's the one I wanted. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, here, you take this one off. I No, no, I'm just kidding with you. No, 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 you take it. I'm thinking that she wasn't telling the truth. And, yeah. yeah, she just said, yeah, it's, that's a pretty one. It's got lots of buds on it. You'll yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, So. But the daylilies are on sale. Mm-hmm. The first time it's I remember price. the daylilies being on sale. Yeah, same here. But they're uh, they were six ninety nine. That's right. almost seven. Just, almost. And now they're on sale for three eighty eight. So uh, good and a good selection over there. Too. Oh, yeah, it's a great selection. And did you eat the one? Eat them to taste them? No, I didn't eat it yet. The ones that are. <laughs> The ones that are fragrant, the daylilies that are fragrant, have a sweeter taste to them. Oh, okay. So, Conrad, well, you, that's that guy's name. Well, you know, I, I don't... I used to do TV with, and I couldn't remember his name yesterday. Who was it? Conrad. Conrad. Colonel Conrad. All right. Oh. I think we may have a question. Let's, let's see if he wants to be on the radio. Uh, you got a question, sir? Did, yes, sir. Did you want to be on the radio? We're doing a radio show. This... this Come on, uh, that's okay. Come on over here and just, just, just yeah, don't pick just, it up. Oop, okay, don't pick it up. Just start right talking. there. That's good. You're on the air. We can hear you. You don't have to get too close. Hello. You're okay. um, I have a question about my roses. Um, they were doing really, really well, and then all of a sudden they started dying from the lower parts of the root, or not the root, but the the lower leaves. Yeah. If you can see. Did they have spots on them and turn yellow before they die? Yes. And it looks like, like, see right there, you can see, I don't know if you can see, like, those right there, maybe some yellow, a little higher. But it seems like it's coming from the bottom up. And they got to the point where some of my roses didn't even bloom. They came out really pretty, but they never opened up. They just died. Um, That's thrips. Yeah, that thrips is the... you got two problems. Yeah, thrips is the, is the flower part. I wonder if this part, uh, any chance the plant dried out? I, I've watered it. I mean, I mean, I watered it. Like when you watered it, you water the water goes all the way through. Yes. How often would you water it? Well, I was watering it like 
Well, at first I was watering it once, like every three days, but yeah. the sprinklers would hit it like every three days also. No, so, sprinklers won't face it. Yeah, I I think you're having. I think it uh, dried out a bit. Should I, you can show Jerry that, but. Uh, oh. <laughs> The, uh, I, I like your mask there. It's got the Hulk in it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, the the spots, the, the leaves at the bottom, uh, got some uh, 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 black spot on it. On the on the ones that are still green, having some green on. But usually, black spot doesn't kill. The flowers. Chill sections of it. Oh yeah. Like like it is like it is when this plant was young. But uh, I I I think you might have run into a lack of water. You these are in containers in a uh, well-drained potting mix. Yeah, you you might. The thing thing about them, you can't hardly in that situation you can't hardly overwater them because they're, they're so well drained usually those potting soil it looks like that is so i i think i'd and they're in clay pot yeah i think i'd water them every day during the period like this until they get everything okay yeah green and you don't have any of the dieback then uh you, you'll have to try to deal with the thrips i think too and what how do you do that um one of the uh acephate or uh, rose Look, look for a ro- rose defense. You got you got any acephate at home? No, but I could pick some up here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what I have, but I'm sure they there, got it in there. There's a, probably a, a, a systemic, even, I think Jerry and I, uh, spinosad even would help, but I think you'd be better off with one of the, one of the uh, systemics like acephate or bare Bear what? They're one of the bear Ibuprofen or yeah. whatever it is. So what you're looking for? It's under the bear. B-A-Y-E-R like an aspirin. Yeah. Yes, sir. And you're looking for something. Now, the, the acetate is uh, relatively inexpensive, mm-hmm. and that's what they've used for years and years. Uh, but the, the bear product, they'll probably have ro- some kind of ro- uh, roses on the front label. All right, sir. I'll go pick that up. Good luck, uh, I really appreciate it. You know, I live by a creek, uh, like a green patch, mm-hmm. and it has like um, what do they call those tips? Those uh, cattail tips are coming out. And a lot of wildlife in there. Uh, water running a small water source. Do you think that the wind could bring anything in there to kill that's that's causing it? Or it's just no. My lack of it's, it's everywhere. Okay. Uh, the how are you fertilizing that rose? Well, I, I just add some rose feed. It just said it's the hard kind of little pebbles looking things. And you okay. Just, you do it once every two months, I guess they said. Uh, I would increase that to every week, week or ten days. Week to ten days. Mm-hmm. Definitely we'll just do that. A bit, yeah. All right. All right. Good luck. Thank, Thank you all very much. Bye-bye. Thanks for your time. All right. Going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210 8867 Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Fish, live here at Mill Burgers at 1604 on Bull Road, talking gardening with you on 930 AM, The Answer.
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. I'm going to tell you about some of the items that are on sale this week at Millburgers, and I'm going to start with two of my favorites that are on sale this week. Texas Lilac Vitex. It attracts butterflies. It's a Texas superstar, and it does all kinds of beauty to your yard, and it's deer resistant. It's on sale regularly twenty four ninety nine in the five gallon container. Now just eighteen eighty eight. Another one of my favorites is Mexican heather or kufia. It's tiny lavender flowers that resemble heather. Covers the plants with blooms all summer and the fall, and it's a perennial in most South Texas areas. And by the way, bees love it, and so do our guests at Millburgers. It's on sale in the one gallon container at just three. Eighty-eight. It won't last long. This is a great item for sale. Herbs are on sale this week. Split leaf philodendron on sale. Star jasmine on sale. And much, much more. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. She's never left her footprints on the moon. She's never made a solo. Day, so we're doing Mother's Day, Sunday. All right, 210-308-8867, Yeah, my computer got messed up. I'm looking for Millburgers site real quick. If we can talk about some of the other items that are on sale, if you like. Well, we saw some lady walking Hey, Karen. She must have been. You didn't recognize you in your mask. We talked. We uh, saw a lady walking by with. Uh, she must. She must have been a foliage lady because she had some of that split split leaf. Oh yeah, the philodendron. Yeah, which is on sale. That's. Uh, and it was a big one. Yeah. She, she had to help. Have the help. Moving her car through the nursery because the plant was so big. Oh, okay. And she also had some canna lilies. Oh, neat. Some cannas. And, yeah. Uh, so she was uh, filling up with uh, leafy leafy product. Uh, one good thing that has come out of this uh, deal mm-hmm. is Forrest Appleton is on fire answering these questions oh, on wow. com. How many questions do you figure you get a day? Well, used to we would get one or two a month yeah. or a week. And uh, now they're coming pretty fast. And now the spring is coming. Right? Oh, okay. We've got to realize uh, that, that spring comes at different times for different parts of the country. Which we answer questions for all over the all over the United States and and foreign countries. But the interesting thing is, regardless of where you are, 
Yeah. The questions are the same. Oh, that's interesting. What? Like a blossoming rod and okay. uh, leaf spot on roses. And every now and then we get a, a new one. He, uh, here's a fellow that uh, lives over around Lockhart, Texas. Mm. And he he says, is it is it okay to plant chestnut trees on my property in Colwell County? I think they're beautiful. They are making a comeback after being wiped out, and I want to plant trees that will attract wildlife of all kinds. Now, what he's referring to is chestnut blight. Oh. That wiped out all the uh, chestnuts in the southeastern and, uh, I guess, southwestern United States. And uh, they're not making a comeback. Oh. What's making a comeback is the one that's been crossed with the Chinese chestnut, and it's resistant to the chestnut blight that killed them all. Uh, back when my daddy was uh, growing up and hunting in the woods of Tennessee, uh, they had a lot of chestnut trees. Mm-hmm. They were almost as prevalent as oak trees. Wow. And uh, I always tell people, I said, you know, they were upset about oak wilt around here, but that uh, that's not even a patch on uh, the chestnut blight. Mm. They absolutely wiped out all the chestnut trees. Anyway, forest answers in the back. Uh, Lou, I'm not familiar with this tree in Texas, but I would be reluctant to plant chestnut in Caldwell County. The Book of Trees of Texas does not recommend it. And the tree called Allegheny chinkapin which has similar nuts and not recommended west of Montgomery County. No. So that's what uh, Forrest wrote him. Then he wrote back. He <laughs> uh, said, I'm setting up beehives on my Lockhart property. Is there a specific kind you recommend for this area and this time and this time of need for bees? Oh, okay, at this time for, yeah, yeah, to try to help the bee population. Yeah. Is there a specific species you would like me to work with? Well, you have to work with the ones that you can find, in other words, you can buy. Okay. Uh, we used to refer people all the time to, uh, to the uh, Alamo Bee Keepers Association, which... Uh, would be good to talk to on something like this. All right. Uh, when I was grow, when I was raising bees, uh, I, I used the uh, uh, the Italian, the ones that are called Italian because they're calmer. You know those Italians are kind of calmer anyway. But anyway, <laughs> did I get here just in time for him to yeah. badmouth a yeah another <laughs> another ethnic group? Or? Yeah. But if somebody got somebody's asking uh, what kind of bees to get for uh, uh, for the for the county for Caldwell County, and so uh, if, if anybody is in the uh, in the uh, uh, Alamo Bee Keepers Association, 
they need to give us a call. And so do they? Is there anything better than Italians? Huh. Oh, there, uh, there's di- different selections, huh? Oh, yeah. I'll be darned. I didn't, I didn't realize that. And I was going to tell you though, you were. He was, he was making fun of our uh, bee, our pollinator boxes. Yeah, yeah. How they yeah. doing? They've got uh, little, little teeny bees are in there in those uh, bamboo shoots. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was. But they're not honeybees. No, no, they, no, not. They're some kind of little bee. They're uh, one of the yeah one of the native uh, pollinators. Yeah, yeah, people don't realize how many different kind of pollinators we have and the kind of different kind of bees we have. Well, you, you know when you start looking, uh, being real aware of the butterflies. Yeah. Then you also start noticing oh, all yeah. those native uh, <laughs> uh, bees that are are using the same nectar sources. Yeah. So it is kind of interesting. It's. It was uh, it's a good process that education effort that's taking place with the butterflies. Yep, uh, I was looking uh, through Neil Sperry's article, and uh, somebody wrote in. Uh, I, I told Milton as we talked about it at the beginning of the show that uh, there's two things people buy whether they're on sale or not. Yeah. That citrus trees and uh, blue plumbago. But uh, he, Neil had a question on citrus that I have. Now, uh, are you are there, are our uh, jasmine still on sale? Yeah, it should be. Oh, okay. I believe so. I was Let thinking they. I right. think they. I was thinking they were still getting. What is that? Purchase. Let me check. Hang on. Yeah, they are. Okay. okay. Yep. And uh, and five gallon container or number five twenty two eighty eight. And I I'll mention what I mentioned yesterday. Trace didn't like it. There are. But yeah. for those people who live on rocky soil, uh, they have some in gallon container rather than five gallon container. And that thing, that uh, that gentleman will uh, spread uh, get this fast pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. And I they and uh, they were. Uh, I remember right there about nine bucks a piece is all. Yeah, and uh, they, but, uh, but these these bigger ones are really hard to pass up. They're mm-hmm. Very attractive. Until you start digging the hole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, you get either kind. Well, you got all day. Yeah. You can just pl- <laughs> plug away at the hole and get your your little pick out. Yeah. It used it used to take me three to four hours. To dig a hole in my front yard for a gallon Yopon holly. Are you serious? I'm serious. Huh. I, I live on the solid caprock rock. And so I was chiseling. Literally, I was chiseling a hole. Hmm. Hey, we got Bruce on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Bruce. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing great. How you guys doing? Good, good. What's going on? Uh, I was trying to find out if you had any uh, of the lemon uh, trees in stock. Do I? Lemon seeds? Lemon trees? Oh, trees. Lemon trees, sorry. Sorry, lemon trees, yes. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Uh, they just got a new shipment in, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. They, uh, that's one thing they got is quite a few lemons. And more coming in this week. Right. Okay. Yeah, they've got, they've got uh, a new one. 
They're supposed to be crossed with a tangerine. The Eureka Frost. Yeah, Eureka Frost. And uh, we'd like for people to try it and see if it is more cold tolerant. Okay. Um, how, how much do those run? Well, that you, I don't know off the top of my head. So uh, best bet is to call the nursery. Yeah. Do you okay. have that number? Uh, yeah, I was calling them earlier. We just, we just didn't connect. Right. Just oh, the yeah, they're, they're real busy. So, yeah, but we can try okay. to find out for you. I think they're about $45. Yeah, I think I think some are. The, the ones that, yeah, in the five, yeah. The, it's different prices. That's why I want to be careful of what I quote you. So, okay. Just come on down. You'll find something you like. All right. Very good. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Bring it. Bring your mask. All right. <laughs> thanks, Bruce. Hey, thanks. Bye bye. All right. 210 308 8867. Oh, Trace is coming up. I bet he's going to tell us. 210 308 8867. Trace has been on a. <laughs> uh, hey, he's, had a he's had a busy day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's been running around. He's been a blur. Um, here he comes. Here he comes. All right. <laughs> we'll ask him, but we do uh, all right. Hey, Trace, we just had a question about lemons and uh, uh, what we had. Yeah, just throw me that, and then <laughs> <laughs> we'll try again. No, we're doing so good. Okay, there we go. Looks like they're trying to dock the boat. Yeah, know. they're throwing a line over to try to get uh, Trace's uh, earphones hooked up. All right. Did you, did and you maintain hear, our uh, Did you hear the question? Our All I heard was lemon. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, someone asked about lemons and, and what the costs were and stuff. So I know there are different sizes, so we just told them to call the nursery. Okay, well, uh, in a nutshell, they didn't ship everything that I asked for. Right. But they did ship some. Right. So... Uh, most of the lemons are in uh, five-gallon cans. Uh, are forty-four ninety-nine. I was close, Milton. You said, yeah. Jerry said forty-five dollars. <laughs> okay, that's pretty close. Yeah. Uh, Myers, they did not have in a small one, and they actually had in a seven-gallon. Oh no. Uh, those are ninety-nine ninety-nine. Okay. Oh lord. Okay. Okay. And then when do you imagine? Spare no price right. for mother, sir. That's yeah, true. thank That's you. True. Yeah, you don't want that bat to come out. Meyer's lemon is so wonderful; yeah. it's worth it. Yeah, and the new one. Well, Trace, we got a couple minutes before the news, and then are you able to stay with us through after the news? I don't know. Okay, well, tell us what's going on real quick. Take the two minutes. It's what all about yours. the new one? The new lemon. Eureka Frost we, we Steve got, bought. I, yeah, we got a Eureka Frost, and everything we read on it's a little more cold tolerant, but it is from California, so don't trust everything you read 100%. Uh, um, sounds pretty good, though. Yeah. Time will tell. And and Drip Steve is going to be our tester. Okay. Sounds good. I saw you talking to him, too. He was talking to me, and then you guys were talking about. Oh, yeah. It was hard to see. Uh, yeah, now I know who it was, because he yeah, had a mask everybody, on. Everybody has a mask on. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like Halloween every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, somebody was asking us. Maybe we'll ask you too. You all have um, the Ligustrum that's yellow. What was it called? Um, there's a couple versions. I think okay. Limelight and uh, anyway, there's a couple versions. And I think I still have a few. I, no, yeah, he I started one. the day out with a few. <laughs> uh, he uh, and he just wanted to know a little bit more about it. And so uh, everything yeah. the growing operations tell me that it really only colors up like that for fall. Okay. So, but they're colored up right now, so I'm oh, not sure what the difference is. Yeah, I saw pictures online. They're beautiful. Uh, they're bright yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, 
Okay. Well, cool. Well, well okay. We maybe got... it's a day link thing. So... Don't don't tell Jerry. Oh, maybe so. But yeah, it's it's a hard break. So I gotta get caught up with the news. But try not to go anywhere. Don't get called away. And uh, we'll uh, catch good, up with it. Good everything. luck with that. I know. Thank you. <laughs> For, okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer. I quit my job. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, Dr. Parsons, Dr. Finch on the porch. I'm Milton Glick, and Trace is up with us. I, ma- I made it. I know. <laughs> that doesn't happen too often, Trace. Yeah. Um, that's, yes. That split, split leaf philodendron is yeah. selling good, isn't it? Uh, it is. I see a lot of people walking out with it. Is that a good price on split that leaf a, philodendron? That is an ex- even our regular price is a good price. Yeah. Most people sell that plant for $25. Yeah. They they were regularly five in number five regularly to, uh, 1999. That's almost 20. It's already uh, on, a good on sale for 14.88. Yeah, so where I, do you where do you plant those? You have there's a picture with a by a fence. All right. Well, mine is in my front yard. Okay. Uh, under the eave of the house, so it kind of grows out to get the light. Yeah. Um, these were grown in the shade. Okay. So they're. They're meant to be in the shade, but if they want to plant it in full sun, they can do that. But the leaves that are on them will fry, but the new ones will come out adjusted to the new circumstance. Just like if you go to Corpus Christi, for example, you see a lot of them in the ground in full sun. Oh, really? Uh, And when they put on those kind of leaves, they're a little smaller so they don't sweat as much. But uh, mine is like in a perfect place, and it's grown out to the sun. So it gets uh, morning sun, afternoon shade, and uh, it's... Quite large. Yeah, yeah. You're, these that you brought in had tremendous leaves on huge leaves on them. So, again, these were grown in the shade. So, in the shade, yeah. they're going to have a bigger than normal leaf. I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, it would be heartbreaking if they they bought that and they didn't know that. Yes, yeah, grown you know, in cause the shade. Because, yeah, you, you say you can grow them in the sun, but then not, not with this immediate the same foliage that they're showing off right now. And I want to tell Trace that I did not eat any daylilies today either. Thank you. Yesterday or today. I, I, Milton bought one. I, I woke, yeah. <laughs> I had to walk past Jerry and I'd tell, I, had to, I had to let him leave I thought, before I, I bought it. I thought he was buying that for me, you know, well, to eat. It's a little, we, we kind of had to watch Jerry because the daylilies are right next to the milkweed. Yeah. And we don't want to meet in the milkweed. <laughs> the... Um, <laughs> I got some vincas today, too. Good. So I'm going to have a nice little thing. But I, t- I told Milton, we talked about it earlier, they call it daylily because the d- bloom only lasts one day. Right? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Learn something new every day. And so if, if, if you eat the bloom later in the day, 
You haven't lost anything. Because it's going to rebloom the In- next day. Interesting. Yeah, the, uh, did I, yeah. I didn't tell you this. There was a woman who was picking on me yesterday when I was picking it out. Uh, really? <laughs> she saw me kind of looking in different colors, and I was looking for little bloom, for uh, blossoms on there and stuff, buds. And stuff, and it's I guess the same way that he makes fun of. Others. I know the same way I make fun of other people who do that. <laughs> was your wife here yesterday? No, no, she okay. was not. All right. And so uh, I picked. I finally got one. I picked it up, and I was taking it, you know. And uh, she goes, "Oh, that's the one I wanted." No, and, you know, she's a customer, so I was like, "Okay, well, no, no, here you go. I'm sorry. Go ahead, take so you, it." You didn't fight for it? No, no, no. She goes, "No, nah, I'm, I'm just kidding you." <laughs> and I said, "No, no, no." I was thinking, "Oh, maybe she was just kind of lying." Now she felt bad. But she said, "Yeah, take that one. It's got." What's well, a heck of, of a price on them? Yeah, yeah. three eighty-eight. That's yeah. a great price. Where do I put that bad boy now? Half day sun or more. Half day sun or more sun. Right, half day or more. Okay. Hmm. Uh, and most people, since since I learned something just a minute ago, most people don't realize daylily is actually a grass. Oh, really? Hmm. That's weird. So, uh, can I do it in a pot or no? Sure. Okay. Short-term bloom for a pot, but. But it's but it's doable. It's a grass that the deer eats. So. No. Yes, it is a grass that the deer eats. No. We, don't, we don't we don't have deer problems uh, anymore. Yep. Uh, somebody asked me that yesterday, and I said, "You see that young man up there on the porch? <laughs> if he'll eat it, so will a deer." Uh. Yeah, that's true. And don't call him deer. Uh. No, no. Hey. Oh. Uh. Dear Doctor Parsons. <laughs> yeah, that that uh, concept of flying them in. Uh, have no more than, no more no more than half shade areas is important. But you plant them in a shade, a, a dense shade, it never bloom. They'll never if it bloom. lives. Yeah. And will it spread? To a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And just, uh, just like uh, years ago, we used to sell daylily packaged roots. Yeah. Oh, neat. Like thirty years ago. Okay. They transplant readily, maybe because they're grass. Or something. Yeah. Okay, so Trace, another question is, what is it that makes blue plumbago so popular? Because you can, you can, you can barely keep them on the, uh, uh, on the, let, sh- on the show. Let's see. Shall we guess? Yeah. Uh, you think it's blue butterflies? Flowers? Yeah, blue no, flowers I, in the shade. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's the versatility of it. Deer resistant. I mean, the list goes on and on. Sun Great for Don't tell them. Look, the, the deer in my neighborhood have not read that. Thing. Yeah. They eat in the some deer. neighborhood. Your, your deer are special. <laughs> Actually, they, they uh, eat them out at uh, Fair Oaks, too. Oh, okay. Even, uh, even on the porch, they eat them. Huh. Uh, but and they, what, and yeah, they'll, they'll grow. I mean, well, we planted just a couple now. They're huge. They've uh, probably spread out to about six by three. And who do we uh, attribute that success to? Laura. Okay. Yeah, not, <laughs> not, not me. Did you cut them back this spring? Not down to the ground, but we trimmed them about a third. Oh, good. Kind of, because they were the that top third kind of gets scraggly. Guess what, what color daylily Milton got? Yes, red because I saw it. Yeah, he's making fun of me because it was maroon. It looked maroon. Well, that's that was at the end of the day, so <laughs> okay. It started the, out red and ended that, up maroon. That's the way I blue bonnets do. Yeah, when it wasn't a uh, there was there a burnt orange there I missed. No, uh, there was orange. I would wouldn't call it that. Uh, kind of gold. So, uh, you know, burnt orange is kind of special. God just saved it for kind of like the sunsets and the. I agree. Yeah, I yeah. thought you might. <laughs> <laughs> for uh, Mother's Day, you can't beat tropical hibiscus, yep. which is on sale. It is, and we've gone through about 
300, 400 of them. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Don't get me wrong. There's still probably another 150 out there, so yeah. we're still good. Yeah, they're pretty. I saw them when I was checking out. Did you get uh, those, you know, there's some strange colors of uh, tropical hibiscus available. The, yeah, those oh. cost a little more, so uh, yeah. we, we, uh, when the, we run them on sale, we can't do that. Yeah, that's true. These are, uh, what colors are these? Uh, well, colors? we started out with red and pink and yellow and something else. Okay. I think they're all still out there. The yellow's pretty. I think there might have been two ye- two different yellows. And that's a, that's a wonder- balls. That's a wonderful mind. patio plant. Uh, but if you got, uh, especially if you got morning sun and afternoon shade. Can you train them to be like the trees that you sometimes sell, or is that a special variety? No. No, you can train. Same you can train one. anything. Okay. I've seen some people in the neighborhood have the taller ones. They look like big, they look like trees. Now, is this a question, can you train them? No, no, can, no. Can someone no. else train them? Yes, not me. <laughs> hey, but another thing we need to remind everybody, Trace, we've got, we mentioned the milkweed, lots of lots of uh, tropical milkweed. But we've also got uh, the red porter, one. the red porterweed. The dwarf right over there, yeah. right behind you. I still have some left. Yeah, yeah I do. Not, not <laughs> a pretty good selection. And also Miss Flower. Yep, it's out there somewhere. Miss Flower's out there by the... The red uh, uh, porterweed. So an odd thing that we got in this week was uh, yellow red yucca. Oh. So it's a red yucca plant <laughs> that blooms yellow. Oh, how interesting. See there, y'all make fun of me in the a red blue bonnet, so the maroon blue bonnet. I, I, never, make, you I never make fun of you. <laughs> now you're doing a yellow red that's, yucca. That's them. <laughs> I, I, I only make fun of you behind your back. Oh, yeah, okay. you, you don't know I, about it. I just want to make <laughs> make sure that people pick up on that. You know, that's kind of cool though. And I don't think red yucca is written as one word. I, I don't know. I don't I'm, think it I'm, is. I'm probably the worst speller in the world. Well, blue bonnets are written as one word. Blue bonnets are uh, one what word. What if they're what if they're white blue bonnets? Okay. Yeah, it's two uh, words. Required blue bonnet. Well, now, okay, so let's, the blue bonnet season is over. <laughs> so, so focus on the red, the yellow yucca. But hey, wait a minute, Milton. It's not, not over oh, yet. Oh, that's right, yeah, not for Bart. you got to mature the seed. Wow. That's true. Oh, and, and Bart, has is Bart still cutting his blooms off? He is. Okay, so we He's may have another bloom of butter. One more time. Okay, sorry, Trace. Go ahead, talk about the yucca if you like, or maybe uh, what else is coming I, in. I lost my train of thought. No, <laughs> it happens. You got the uh, yellow red yuccas in. Yeah. Um, so this next week, here's a little teaser. Uh, we're gonna put something on sale that we've never put on sale before. All right. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> I can't go any more than that, or I'll tell you what it is. All right. Okay. So on Wednesday, they go to millburgernursery.com and they can see it. Yep. Yeah, BillBurgerNursery.com. Is it a, can you tell if it's a blooming flower or a shrub or a? It blooms, sort of. Okay. <laughs> we uh, haven't mentioned uh, that lilacs are vitex. Oh, uh, that's, a great, lilac that's a great little there. tree for a purple bloom. Those are on spell. You know what I saw this morning I still have? Your Althea. Is oh, that right? Wow. There's still a Blue handful Angel? of those. There's still a few down there. Wow. Another another thing we have, you guys. That's a, uh, they keep that's a good Mother's Day plant. It is. Yeah, that would be nice. Surprised uh, it's not blooming. I thought it was blooming this time last year. Uh, Trace, I went ahead 
based on your uh, testimony and your uh, on your favorite zinnias, those profusion zinnias. I went ahead and bought bought some of those, and there's a profusion is here, and then you've got a kind of a middle size uh, zinnia, and uh, some of the smaller zinnias too. What is that? Uh, that wow, that uh, yeah, the linearis is my favorite. Yeah, linearis. Yeah, I don't think I have any of those. So there's there's plenty of choices. The color, the profusion colors are quite uh, quite a lot of choices. I think there. I got to go load grass. So <laughs> what I, is I, okay? I what is something. that? What is that green plant right there on the corner of that uh, deal that's not blooming? I believe you're looking at celosia. Is that celosia without bloom? Uh, I'm pretty sure. That's good. That's good. If you want, if you want to plant celosia, coxcomb. Uh, most, uh, oh, good. I like coxcomb. Yeah. Well, this is not the one that looks like little brains. This is the one that looks like plumes. Yeah. Okay. And is it uh, still red. But I still got to go look grass. No, <laughs> there's different colors. Oh, okay. Hey, well, before right before you go, real quick, anything coming in that's exciting? Just tell us uh, that this week, veggie wise, I think you had some stuff. Uh, okay. No, okay. No veggies. Okay. Hopefully right. figs. Ooh, good. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll see. Uh, All right. We'll find out next. And we Saturday. did get in blackberries and blueberries this week, which we had. Oh, good. Had. Okay, go low grass. Thanks, Trace. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Are you leaving? Where are you going? Oh, you just, okay. <laughs> Taking a breath. Okay. Uh, I, I, I want to remind everybody about the, uh, the webinars. Okay. Which are being, well, I've got listed on plantanswers.com. And uh, there at the bottom left hand of, of the of the page, and let's see. Coming up is May twelfth. Is that right? right? Uh, when May twelfth? Yeah, Tuesday? tomorrow is May twelfth. No, Tuesday. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday, May twelfth, from one to two p.m. Blooming trees for landscapes. Hmm. I bet they'll mention grape myrtle. Or, yeah, or Vitex. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. the olive that y'all were talking about. Uh, Mexican. Mexican olive. Then, then uh, on Wednesday, May the 13th, from 1 to 2, the following day, Pest Management of Tree Insects by Molly. Hmm. David's going to do the one on uh, blooming trees for landscape this week and then... Uh, uh, pest management. Uh, Betty, I'll bet he talk Wednesday. about um, Mexican olives, too. They are, oh, look good, so yeah. spectacular. Yeah. Uh, so you can, you can, it's a, on plantanswers.com, you can, uh, it, get, it talks about webinars for May 20, 2020, and uh, it tells you how to hook up. Did hook you up do, did thing. you do the webinar this week? Were you able to do any of them? Do what? Did you do any webinars this week, this past week? Webinars. Oh, yeah, did, sorry, did you do any webinars this week? No. Oh, okay. All right. That's coming up this week. Oh, okay. The ones I mentioned. No, I thought there was one this week. I didn't realize. The past week. Okay. (laughs) No, I meant did you attend? Were you able to, because you were talking about all the, how to do it. Never mind. (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. Uh, and another interesting thing I got in the email is uh, 
a webinar that we don't have on Plant Answers hmm. are the uh, or any place else. Here it is. Uh, about trees. Now, this is being given on May 15th, Friday, next Friday, uh, at 1 p.m. for a one-hour webinar. And uh, it's being taught by uh, Dr. David Apple. That'll be good. Yeah. And so you can ask... uh, uh, Online, an online series, uh, the, the uh, international uh, I in ISA, international cha- Texas chapter of the Society of Arborists, 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 International Society of Arboriculturists. And uh, they, the Texas chapter is launching a new Q&A online series that allows arborists to get with leading researchers and other professionals in the tree care industry to talk about topics they want to talk about. So that's good. But uh, yeah, Dr. Dr. Apple was uh, kind of the lead yeah. role in the uh, oak wilt. Yeah. All that research, so that'll be real interesting. Now, <laughs> they sent me a way to uh, click join. They on. sent you a way uh, to I, join the, the Foreign <laughs> Legion? It wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. Uh, click here for more information or to register. So if you're interested... <laughs> If you're interested in attending, uh, participating in this one-hour webinar next Friday, May 15th at 1 p.m., drop me uh, an email, and I will forward this announcement to you. Okay. Where do they email you? Jerry, J-E-R-Y, Parsons, P-A-R-S-O-N-S, at plantanswers.com. Okay, that's pretty easy. Yeah, and I'll I'll get it or and forward this uh, information to you if you want to uh, ask the expert webinar. What's wrong with my tree? Diagnosing tree problems with Dr. David Epler. All right. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. And while we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, by the way, if you uh, listen to us from outside of San Antonio on the stream at 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up uh, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I'm going to tell you about some of the items that are on sale this week at Millburgers, and I'm going to start with two of my favorites that are on sale this week. Texas Lilac Vitex. It attracts butterflies. It's a Texas superstar, and it does 
all kinds of beauty to your yard, and it's deer resistant. It's on sale regularly twenty four ninety nine in the five gallon container now just eighteen eighty eight. Another one of my favorites is Mexican heather or kufia. It's tiny lavender flowers that resemble heather. Covers the plants with blooms all summer in the fall, and it's a perennial in most South Texas areas. And by the way, bees love it, and so do our guests at Mill Burgers. It's on sale in the one gallon container at just three eighty eight. It won't last long. This is a great item for sale. Herbs are on sale this week. Split leaf philodendron on sale. Star jasmine on sale, and much much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Jerry and I, a long time ago, were talking about the weather. Let me give you the forecast today. High, uh, high near 82 degrees and sunny. Those clouds have all burned off. Well, maybe not all of them. I see a few of them on the horizon. Uh, partly cloudy tonight with a low around 61. Wow. Uh, tomorrow, partly sunny, high near 85. 30% chance of showers Monday night uh, with a high around 1 a.m. And uh, with uh, on the radio. Uh, we're on the radio. Uh, Do you have a question? Did you want to ask it on the air? Do you want to be on the radio? All you have to do is talk into the mic. Just, just. Or, or uh, I'll just go ahead. Okay. Um, I know, that's a Tuesday, 30% chance of showers or thunderstorms. Uh, again, before 1 p.m. Uh, oh, good. Okay, so Monday night to, to 1, from 1 to 1. About a 30% chance of showers. And uh, Tuesday night, mostly cloudy, low around 69. Wednesday, high near 88, 79, 71 for the low. And then it seems to level out. And then the, the highest chance of rain is uh, is uh, next Friday and Saturday, 40% chance of showers Friday night. Saturday, 50% chance of showers or thunderstorms. I can't make my sound with this mask on. That's there. okay. We appreciate that. <laughs> Okay, I want everybody to uh, look on plantanswers.com and see Milton, Calvin, and Trace on May the 2nd, 2020, during the coronavirus. And the picture I want you to look at mainly is the second picture from the top, after you click on that. uh, It shows a Milton giving us the evil eye. I guess so. I I'm know. still thinking about having my son uh, uh, don't, don't, don't. put fire out your nah. eyes. And... It, it'd be better just leaving it natural. <laughs> okay. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Did you have a Satsuma question, Calvin, off the air? Yeah. What, what is better, What is better, uh, navel oranges or Satsuma? Mm. And uh, I said, well, both. Some people like both, and uh, I would think that uh, Satsuma is probably s- slightly more drought tolerant. 
I mean, uh, more cold tolerant, and uh, they're a lot of fun to grow. Yeah, but as far as quality of orange, you can't beat a navel orange. Hmm. I don't know what their selection of navels is over there. Well, there used to be one that they called... Whoops. There used to be one that they called Texas navel, uh, grown in the valley. And... uh, they, that was known, known that. for the sweetest orange uh, in the world. Mm. But uh, n- not not many people grow oranges, navel oranges, in the valley anymore. You know why, Calvin? Um, and they're frost? They stole, the, the help stole them all. Oh. They would get the navels, and they ripened before the grapefruit did. Actually, I think and the, so. They would actually get the the la- the uh, land was quite uh, yeah valuable, valuable for other uses. And also those hard freezes that they had, yeah. they took yeah. the valley citrus out. But uh, they, you can't hardly find uh, uh, navel valley navels uh, huh. for sale because uh, there's not many trees left. I I just I got my one nice thing about uh, this. Locked in. Yeah. Uh, we're getting the mail. We're still getting mail. And uh, I got my May 2020 newsletter. All right. And uh, it got, uh, uh, you can also get it on the, go to the internet onto uh, Dot com, I guess it is, isn't it, Mother? Mm-hmm. And uh, you can sign up for it on there. Or just sign up for it here. Yeah. You okay. could even, if you don't have Internet access, um, we used to say that now. I'm wondering how, you, how you're making it. But <laughs> you can call the nursery, and they'll either put you on the list or they'll have you uh, have it mailed to you at 210-497. Well, we need to alert everybody. The phones are... Yeah, and ringing and ringing. So sometimes uh, it's been a little tough just, to get everything. Just call back. Just thing. keep calling. They're busy and stuff. They're just trying to. It's real busy out here. So that, yes. looks, that looks like in the back looks like a uh, golf fritillary there. Uh, the back. The oh, back. oh, yeah, yeah. It's on the, <laughs> the butterfly. Yeah. Uh the uh, also. Starting, I guess, I don't know if it's the last issue or this issue. Guess who's writing an article, an introduction in there? Who? Trace. All right. Good for Trace. <laughs> right at the day, he did about, uh, did a little write-up uh, about the spring of COVID, uh, COVID-19, the uh, coronavirus. And he said, uh, and he finishes his article by saying, your garden is a great place to go when you want some time to yourself. Mm -hmm. Also, your landscape invites full-blown family projects with everyone working together. I bet the kids are excited about that. The gardening you do now... For about ten minutes. (laughs) The gardening you do now will not only add beauty to your property, but bring a pleasant calmness to your home. 
That trays is a pistol, he's, isn't he? He's good. That is why Millburgers stays open for you. Okay. And we were talking about a while ago that uh, that uh, the uh, uh, people don't have to. Uh, people should wear masks, but they don't legally have to wear masks. But uh, everybody out here has got on masks, mm-hmm. us, us included. Yep. Hey, let's talk to Sylvia now at 210-308-8867. Hi, Sylvia. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Hi. Hi, Milton. Uh, I just want to tell Jerry, I'm the one that's been calling about the firebush. You should give until Mother's Day, and there's no really, it seems like it, 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 that plant is, is dead, you know, because. I thought really it would come. Was it in a container? No, no, it's 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 in the ground. Really, it's always been in the ground. I had it, I guess, about six or seven years, and that area I had it was kind of sunny, kind of um, you know, kind of half and half, and it only bloomed one time, and it got pretty big. But then it just didn't bloom at all, and then you sit and move it, so I get to a real sunny area, but I guess it just, just I don't know, maybe the shock of it and moving it, or, I mean, I water it like you told me, you know, try to, you know, but, it, you know, and I know okay, it's did from the, did, uh, huh? You say you had, you had moved it to a sunnier area? Yeah, a sunny area, yes, uh-huh. But okay. it, I checked the branches, you know how the branches, they kind of snap, that's how you know that the plant Yeah, dead, right. I take right. a few of the branches, I check them off and on. I just checked them this morning, and it seems like there's no life at all. I, I mean, I'll I, leave it I, in there a little, maybe another yeah. month, but... I'd leave I'd leave them for a while. I mean, it's amazing that uh, they'll suddenly, come back. especially when you've transplanted them, yeah, they'll suddenly shocking. decide that they're ready for action. The, yeah. one, the ones we have at the greenhouse, the mother plants of all these fireboys, I have. Uh-huh. We've cut them to the ground, and mm-hmm. uh, they're sprouting now. They're sprouting. I, yeah. I had one, mine that I've had in a container for twelve or thirteen years. Uh, uh-huh. Looked like it had a virus last year and kind of died back. And I thought oh. it was done for this spring, but now suddenly, yeah, it's shooting up. They're right. tough. Yeah. Yeah. Up. yeah. yeah. And by now, uh, you would think it would be. You know, showing some kind of life, but it really does, you know. Well, don't. So, but I'll, I'll I'll leave it in there. You know, yeah. you know, it's kind of in the corner anyway, and it's, yeah. there's a lot of there, so Go maybe cut, uh, cut the cut the cut all those dead branches off, all the way back to okay. the root. I bet you okay, a quarter it comes back. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what? What? You were too fast. Say it again. What? <laughs> yeah, we heard she that, didn't Kevin. hear it, Kevin, so that's good. She didn't hear your bet. I couldn't hear it. Oh, uh, hey, I, I couldn't said, hear it. I bet you 25 cents that it comes back. That's probably all the poor planets were. It's probably a quarter, quarter. Oh, also, <laughs> I got a, uh, um, what do you call it, an orchid. And uh, I've had it a couple weeks. It looks real healthy. The only couple of leaves are kind of turning yellow. Anything special? I never had one of those. 
Anything special? Does it have to be in the light or no light? What, what kind of the, orchid? The orchid. Fail enough. I don't know. Well, I got it Was from it H-E-B, you know, where all the flowers are. Yeah, uh, I don't know what kind of orchid. I don't know. Well, it's purple. That's all. You, you want it, you want it you. in front huh? of a, a bright window, but you don't need direct sunlight on it. Morning sun, afternoon okay. shade. Yeah, ours, ours has got a s- southern exposure, but uh-huh. the... It's kind of an indentation in the the house, uh, so the the sun doesn't uh, doesn't uh, hit it. the plants on. But yeah, and be be okay. patient with it. But look for that kind, okay. kind of a. They, Jerry's right too. The eastern exposure. Work, I mean the yeah the eastern exposure works pretty well too. But the leaves are, are two turned yellow. One fell off. One is still attached. Am I not warm yeah. enough, or is the light because the light two of the leaves they no. turned yellow? The, the other ones are green, you know. No. I think I think you let it dry out too much. Oh, okay. Causing that yellow leaf. Okay, because the instructions say water half a cup or put ice cubes. That's what the instructions have. You know. <laughs> I, really? I never heard about putting ice cubes in a plant, but that's Me what it I wonder yeah. where in the hell they get these recommendations. I don't know. It said half a cup of water, water once a week, or put a couple of ice. You know, I never heard. I, I thought that's bad okay. for a plant. But, what, are you, yeah. you, did you use the ice cubes? No, no, no. Just you no, use no, a half just, a cup of water. Just water, yeah. Just a half a cup, right? Yes. Okay, go ahead and uh, use it. Keep don't use the ice cubes. And uh, use okay. use okay. a half cup of lot water a oh, week. Okay. Okay. And also, have you ever heard of that ice cubes? Have you ever heard of that? I've never heard of. Orchid? Yes, he has. Yes, we, he has. We wrote. We wrote the Jerry did the research, oh. and we wrote, wrote many articles oh, about uh, using that's ice a, cubes. That's on Christmas trees and stuff. Poinsettias. No, poinsettias. poinsettias. Yeah. Poinsettias. Oh, oh! I have one in the ground. One died and one's alive. Talking about poinsettias, maybe. Well, I don't know how hot it's going to be this summer, but it's little, but it's in the ground, you know. So see what happens with yeah. poinsettias. Every 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 week that you put that half a cup of uh, fur uh, uh, half a cup of water, water. in there, uh-huh. mix in some uh, water soluble fertilizer. Oh, okay. Every okay. week. Oh. The point said it looks better than that fire bush, you know. So, <laughs> no. so. And, but, but and anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll cut it back. I'll cut it back like you told me about the fire bush. I'll do that. Okay. Right. If, if the fire okay. bush Oh, they come said back. he played some little little Richard music yesterday. You know that he passed away, which I didn't listen to you all. I listened to you all today, but you know, you know, a lot <laughs> yeah. of little, you know, tutti frutti and all that. But you know. No, no, we we played that yesterday. Today we're kind of focusing on mama songs, songs for mama. Right. If if your fire bush doesn't come back, we've got some in gallons here at Milburg. We'll see if Al can find some songs about mamas and that little Richard did. Wait a minute. Thanks, Sylvia. You take care. (laughs) Bye-bye. Greg is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Greg, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Good. How are you gentlemen doing? Good. Good. Uh, first, I'll disclaim, I, I live just east of Dallas, so I don't know if that will change your answer to this, but um, we had a bunch of Nandinas around our front porch, probably 20 of them. 
And uh, a couple years ago, uh, they, they'd been overgrown, so I cut them off at the base with the intent of digging them out. And uh, by next spring, they had grown back. So uh, we're, we're going to transplant them. We're gonna, we've kind of found a spot in the backyard. We want to transplant them sometime this fall. So my question is kind of twofold. One is, um, is there anything we need to know or understand about transplanting them? Uh, but two, they, they are a little bit overgrown. They're all about four to five feet tall, pretty thick with a lot of shoots. Um, should we trim them back now? Or should we trim them back closer to the time to transport them or, or what? Yeah, it's uh, you, you were talking the standard Nandina. Yeah. And uh, uh, the way you pr- you print uh, Nandina different than you spring other shrubs and things. Because the way you lessen the height uh, is uh, you pick the highest branch, the tallest branch, and you cut it all the way to the base. Okay. And uh, you don't you don't just cut it off at the top. You cut the right. that that branch all the way to the base, and you keep doing that until you get it to the height that you want it to be. And it's it's probably best if you wait until you get close to the time when you're going to transplant. Yeah. Okay. Is there they they have pretty shallow roots if I understand correctly? Yeah, but they're it, they're they call them heavenly bamboo, don't they? Do yeah, I, I knew they get, were related. Do, do I need to get Milton to tell you about bamboo? No. No. no I, I <laughs> pretty story. They're easy to transplant. Okay, so just kind of dig out once I feel like I'm below the, the kind of the root line and throw them in the soil. Pop it out. Yeah, just just go all the way around it, the plant, and then uh, uh, pop it out. Find the radio. Okay. It'll have a big root ball, big root ball. Did you want to be on the radio, man? Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Good luck to you. All right. How did yeah, you find us you on, the, on the radio? Well, um, I, I actually I've been listening for a couple of years. Didn't we hunt you? Uh, down Do you see south of Hondo. Yeah, don't be afraid. Oh, okay. And, uh, so every time we're coming back on Sundays, I'd I'd pick you up, and uh, just love listening to the way you guys do your show. No, thank you. Um, yeah, I've, I've learned well, a lot you. and gotten to where it's my Saturday and Sunday ritual now. Listen to you guys online. Oh, how, good. How long have you had those Mandinas? Well, we bought this house about two and a half years ago, and and they were here when we bought it. I couldn't. They were huge. They were, they were big, right? Oh yeah, they they were probably five feet tall and you know four feet wide. They're they're a lot of ba- a lot of berries big. on them, right? Yep, a lot of berries. Have you ever seen a seedling come up? In other words, from uh, the berries. There, there is one little random Nandina about five feet away. It kind of crossed the sidewalk and must have got buried down in the uh, soil. And, yeah. and it's a small plant. But only one? Just one, yeah. Okay. Uh, yep. You know, they wanted to put that on the, oh, I mean, they may have done it, put that on the invasive plant list. And people had a fit over Nandina uh, being on the invasive <laughs> plant list. 
So well, you're, you're you know, pretty well good. testifying that uh, even though they have a lot of seed, uh, very seldom do they have uh, seedlings pop up. Yeah. Yeah, they, the, I wouldn't call them. Uh, I wouldn't say that they've expanded any. You know, there you can you can tell the individual plants and, and where they're coming up oh, from. Yeah. Um, so it, it's not like a, you know, like you see with the bamboo or, or monkey grass or something. You know, that, that yeah. uh, new shoots pop up. But we were going to get rid of them. But you know, like I said, there's about twenty of them, and and we need some kind of barrier in our backyard. Yeah. Um, so it's it's an easy way to. To, you know, save some money. Uh, yeah, save, now save if, money. if you if if you want to, when you dig that big ball out, you can take your shovel and split that ball and get new get oh. more plants. In other words, take yeah, a okay. shovel and split it in half first, and then split the halves in. Uh, so in he's four. got twenty already. So does he, he want forty? Well, he's putting them in the back <laughs> and making a screen out of. So they they turn yeah. out easily. I, I Thank you for I listening. Yeah, we appreciate that. Tell your friends about us. I will. I will. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thanks, man. Bye. Take care. Hey, we got to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment, and then we'll talk to James about Crawford reseeding lettuce right after this. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I'm going to tell you about some of the items that are on sale this week at Millburgers, and I'm going to start with two of my favorites that are on sale this week. Texas Lilac Vitex. It attracts butterflies. It's a Texas superstar, and it does all kinds of beauty to your yard, and it's deer resistant. It's on sale regularly twenty four ninety nine in the five gallon container now just eighteen eighty eight. Another one of my favorites is Mexican heather or kufia. It's tiny lavender flowers that resemble heather, covers the plants with blooms all summer and the fall, and it's a perennial in most South Texas areas. And by the way, bees love it, and so do our guests at Millburgers. It's on sale in the one gallon container at just three eighty. It won't last long. This is a great item for sale. Herbs are on sale this week. Split leaf philodendron on sale. Star jasmine on sale. And much, much more. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You know, I kept the family Bible. With the rose she saved inside. It's pressed between the pages. Like it found a place to hide. Like the roses in such a special way, we bring them every Mother's Day and put them on her grave. Oh, Mama, like the roses. And welcome back to Melbourne's Garden in South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. Hey, take a second before we go and talk to uh, James. We've got to uh, tell you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. We talked about him earlier. 
Uh, but if it's bugging you, you can trust the guys that have been doing it here in San Antonio in South Texas, Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control, since 1976. And that's the thing to remind you. Uh, Warren Remy has seen it all, as the, the commercial says, and he's done it all. And he's the advice, he's the, the, the place that people go to, even other pest control companies, to tap into his advice if they got a problem. So you just call the man, that, that call him directly. Warren Remy, Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control, 210-656-3721. From cockroaches to chiggers to... Uh, uh, squirrels in the attic. <laughs> Warren can help you get rid of them. Termite, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Find them online. Go SpiderManPest.com. Go SpiderManPest.com. Oh, right. look at there. Nice phalaenopsis orchid there. Oh, wow. Yeah, it sure is. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We've got James and Aaron. James is up first. What's going on, James? Hey, um, good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, listen, for Mother's Day last night, I, I rewashed and uh, refilled a hummingbird feeder, and I'm watching a fierce battle of at least six here. It's, mm. it's comical. Yeah. Hey, but I got a question because I want to make sure I do this right because I've never done it before. I called last weekend about the Crawford lettuce, and it's fixing the flower, and a few of them have opened already, and I've got my paper bag ready. But And I read the article on Plant Answers uh, okay. over the over the week, like you suggested, I'm a little concerned, not concerned, confused or not clear on just one thing. When do I pull that stalk and put it in the bag? When they first start to flower, when they're mostly all open, or at what point? When they're when mostly all open. Okay. Uh, they, they, re- they really won't shed uh, the ones kinda, that are open first. I kind of watch for when half of it looks like a dandelion yeah. head. There you go. Okay, when the halfway up. Yeah. Okay. So you, That's you what probably I w- got even the ones that aren't dandelion heads. They're probably close enough to mature that you're going to get a good portion. Yeah. Too. But well, you don't oh. have to. You don't have to worry about the early seed ripening, shedding, uh, uh, before the rest of the seed open. Okay. All right. So let. I, so I understand. I guess. So when they start opening up, maybe this week, I'll just cut those tops off and put them in the bag. Yeah, you can do that. Or like I say, you can take the whole head, whole uh, top of the plant after right. forty to fifty percent of the uh, seed are are showing. I got gotcha. like a dandelion. Okay, and then do I just leave them in that bag all all year till I reseed in the fall, or or, or when? Right. That's yeah. that, that's the Steve Brown method. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, we, we we put ours in the uh, uh, in the greenhouse. Uh, I mean, in the uh, storage house. Just right. uh, no light or anything else, and uh, they they've already popped. Uh, like the blue bars have. So can uh, I just so, stick them, stick them, stick the bag in the closet? Then inside would be okay. Yeah, man, you can okay. do that. Okay, okay, I think I got it now. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, All right. James. Good luck, Bye, to you. James. You take care. Aaron is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Aaron, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing well, gentlemen. How about yourself? Doing swell. What's going on, man? Well, I've got, I've got. Uh, uh, some roses. I've got two uh, red veterans memorial and two sugar moon uh, sugar moon 
uh, roses, and I've had a little bit of issue with the white, especially having some brown edges near the uh, edge of the, of the flower. Uh, and then on the red, it just kind of turns that red instead of a, you know, a, a pure red, it kind of turns it to a pink. Uh, and it just, they look kind of brown. And I've, I've tried the insecticide and I've, you know, was told once it was thrips and I've, you know, fungus or something. I've tried the insecticide as well as antifungal spray and I can't seem to get rid of it. I've even kind of looked it's at doing thrips. a test. I spray it's thrips. Yeah, it's thrips. What, what were you using for an insecticide? Um, Got any acephate? Uh, it's in a red jar. I mean, a red a red spray bottle. I mean, that doesn't mean that doesn't for you or not. But uh, if it's thrips, I just need to keep treating it. And because I've tried pretty much everything to get rid of that. Would it, you know, would it help? You need to to use a uh, a systemic. In other words, the one that'll go into the plant, and that uh, is sold by Bayer, B A Y E R, like the aspirin. Sure. And it's so, didn't you say Acephate had a label on the can that said? Yeah, there's one of the, one of the formulations that, that had you get. Yeah. Lots of, lots of sources of the used, it used to be sold as Orthane. Yeah. So if you got, keep around, make sure you don't have it. If you got some Acephate at home, you could use that. And you spray, you spray the uh, whole plant. But you you mainly concentrate on the new buds. Okay. Because those, it, those thrips, a uh, little bit of thrips, are in the uh, in the new bud before it opens. How about right. Jerry? How often do you think? Every week for three weeks, or every yeah. other week? Or? Yeah, every week to ten days, seven to ten days for three, yeah, three four those, weeks. Once those bulbs are open, is it would it would it benefit the, the, the situation at all to cut the ones that are kind of infected and just brown looking off? Yeah, because uh, okay. the ones that are infected, if you take the petals off, slow carefully and take the petals off, and look right where the petals are attached to the to the plant, you'll see the little green uh, uh, thrips. Thrips. They're a little, they're a little green, elongated plant. I mean, insect, and okay. they're uh, they're bigger than a spider mite. And so you, a lot of time when you take those uh, take those petals off, you can see the the active thrips in there. So if you take if you see a, a bud being affected, the chances are that thing is full of uh, thrips. All righty. Okay, and I would say patient then. All right, okay, thank you for calling. Tell us Bye what happens, or give us a call. All right, we got we got four minutes and two calls, so let's see what we can do here. Whoa! All right, Will's on the line. Got a question on sago palms. What's going on, Will? Yeah, sago palms. Wanted me to know if I can cut off the, uh, the lower branches as they get browned, or do I need to just wait until they get completely brown? They're kind of brown, some green. Um, no, you can cut them off. off. You you can cut the lower branches off. Okay. That's it. Okay. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Will. Don't let them stick you. Sorry we're in a rush here. Marty is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Marty, got a crepe myrtle question, huh? Yes, I have a quick question about crepe myrtles. I have uh, some sucker branches that are coming out on my crepe myrtle, and I wonder, uh, can I go ahead and and, uh, take those off now? Absolutely. Are they coming out from the base, or are they everywhere? From, From 
tr from everywhere. Yeah, you can take the sucker, the uh, uh, sucker, uh, ground sucker level, off, yeah. Suckers off. Just cut them back to the next largest stem. Okay, the next largest stem. Okay, that that's what I need to know. Okay, okay. thank you guys right. for, thank you for I appreciate it. Oh, thank you, guys. Marty. Okay, well, we rushed through two questions, and uh, we there still have a little time. Now what are we going to do for the extra minute? I know. we got, like, two extra minutes now. You want to do that webinar again? Or? Yeah, I never did finish my uh, Neil Sperry question about uh, somebody wrote in and said, I have several citrus tree large pots. Uh, I've had them for several years. During the winter, we bunch them together and cover them with heat. Uh this year, I have no blooms on any of the trees. I have separated the trees and spaced them out, but still no flowers. Have I missed bloom time? I have. A, I have. I've had an abundance of fruit in the past. Uh, so uh, Neil uh, tells them that uh, basically he's kept them in the shade too long. Uh, can't be sure, but it sounds like they may have sequestered uh, too long. Housebound, they were housebound. Uh, just put them out in the in the full sun, and uh, you'll have fruit next year. That's a hummingbird on the porter weed, Calvin. <laughs> he, he he was in in her, he was uh in in uh. Checking every blue, every one of those little blooms out. All right, well, we just got about a minute. Hey, Calvin, real quick too. So, what is the ratio? James was talking about putting his hummingbird feeders up. What's the ratio again? Four to one. I saw one. Yeah, four to one. Uh, five to one doesn't hurt either. Okay. I, we generally have done five to one, but I saw, I saw somebody else was debating whether oh, okay. four to one. Yeah, okay. we do, we don't want to give the hummingbird five, kidney, that's kidney five, disease. Five part water oh. with one, one part sugar by weight. I'm glad you clarified that because I was thinking five sugars to one water. Right? Those <laughs> you, poor birds. Because you know, well, you it's know, it's very hard to spoon, to stir when it's that much. Yeah. You know, we don't want the hummingbirds to get the coronavirus. That's right. All but right. Kidney disease is one of the you problems. Can, you can go back. It's not the problem. It's. it's <laughs> uh, I, I can't even explain it. Go back and listen to In the Loop. We'll say goodbye today. Thanks for all doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you next week on 9.30 a.m. The Answer.